0: get ready for an epic experience that you won't forget the be your best self conference august 22nd at the grand event center in grandview heights you'll rub elbows with some seriously cool folks in the business world and soak up all sorts of wisdom about being a bold leader rolling with the punches and smashing through any obstacles that may come your way it's not just about setting through speeches, it's about making connections and diving deep into learning that'll stick with you for ages. We've got a killer lineup of speakers just for you. First up, we've got Brian John, the brains behind Echo and Athena, who's going to drop some knowledge bombs about leading with love. Next, we'll hear from Shara Hutchison, the powerhouse CEO of Exposure, who's going to spill the beans on how to navigate change like a pro, whether it's in your personal life or at work. And then brace yourself for Stephen Carr, the mastermind behind Belief Force, who's going to show us how to kick those self-limiting beliefs to the curb and step into our full potential. But wait, there's more. We've got a lively panel discussion lined up where we'll tackle the ins and outs of working with different generations in the workplace, led by the amazing Dahlia Calgreen from United Residential Management. And to keep the momentum going all day long, we've got the one and only Lashandra Baker from LBB Edutainment as our hype woman. Oh, and don't even think about sneaking out early, because we've got some seriously awesome prizes up for grabs at the end of the day. Trust me, you don't want to miss out. So mark your calendars, spread the word, and get ready for a day packed with inspiration and connections. ChamberPartnership.org backslash BYBS2024.
1: All right. Good morning, Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. This is David Polakowski, the President and CEO of the Tri-Village Chamber. As I said, Tri-Village Chamber. Hey, so this morning, I'm excited. We have Bonnie James from Advanced Reading Concepts. I knew I was going to stutter there a minute. How are you this morning, Bonnie?
2: I'm good. How are you?
1: Good. Now, Bonnie and her husband, Bob, are the owners. So let's just get to the... How did advanced reading concepts evolve
2: well many years ago um i got divorced when my son was six months and one day old and i needed to get a job in a couple years because of him getting the only way i had to get a job and it was during the the era of the baby boon glut of school teachers which what i was and so I'm a teacher, and they said, do you want f-? And I, do you, I'm a teacher, do you want fries with that? And so I looked in the, you know, I, there weren't any jobs available. And I answered an ad in the paper, and it ran in the Arlington News. It ran one day. It was the only day i looked in the employment opportunities, and it was for American Speedway Academy. And the newspaper ad said, wanted part-time certified teachers. And I didn't care what it was. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to apply, and they only hired teachers because we knew how to teach, mm-hmm. and they they didn't want to train us to know how to teach. They wanted to teach us what to teach, and so it was for a speed reading company, like I said, and they said the people we like the most get the most hours. So I thought, okay, I'll be the best teacher they never they ever had. And at that company, what we did, I never knew what speed reading was at all. Never heard of it except for those commercials, mm-hmm. but uh, i never heard of it. And we took kids who hated school and turned them into confident kids who could do something nobody else could, and I've been on it ever since. That company expanded too fast and went broke. So there, some of us that had started with American Speedreading Academy joined with some people who had taught for Evelyn Wood but wanted to go out on their own, so we merged those people together to form this company and then we expanded too fast and they dropped out so I stayed there and then um, my husband joined the firm when he uh, retired from another job and became our marketing director and so the two of us are doing it together.
1: Now how long have you been doing advanced reading concepts?
2: 1977. Wow
1: that's a long time.
2: Yeah and- I tell people I start this when I was two <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I you know I get it I've been doing nonprofit almost 30 years and I say I started when I was 10 so not really but it's it's an interesting no pun concept because I know when we first before the pandemic you know a lot of it was in person and it, it is in groups and then you guys did get shifted with the pandemic and thank God you survived. So what's a day? In the life of a speed reading class or a student that comes to your class,
2: well, it's an evening or a half day, and then in the summer we have week long classes for the the, te- the kids in seventh grade through seniors at the at several uh, school systems. But um, what do you mean? What's it like when they come to the class? Yeah. So,
1: what does what does a class Look or like? you know? entail what is there's curriculum how w- did you oh, get the okay. curriculum
2: well what we did when we first merged we took the best of both courses and combined them like we had better visual techniques they had better comprehension techniques and we merged them and then i've taken train the trainer courses and accelerated learning courses and constantly evolved it into a better and better program so that's how it evolved and basically we teach People to see more at once and think concepts and ideas instead of individual words, so they're seeing a big picture and comprehension goes up. And in, because instead of trying to memorize little tiny details, they see a big picture and they see the details as part of that big picture. So part of it is involved with training the eyes with eye charts and then using a layering process to get the comprehension built up.
1: That's really interesting. So you let's go back like students you have the summer courses what you know when you look at is there a typical student that comes or is it just a broad spectrum you know demographics um, just coming for different reasons
2: Um, we get some people it's really interesting we can do it all in the same class because we get some people who just uh, hate to read have poor reading skills and then we get the really bright ones who want to get scholarships and we help them both immensely the, the gamut mm-hmm. and i have to be entertaining to keep the ones who fidget a lot <laughs> I, <laughs> you're I, a good candidate I, I, David. Can, I keep
1: raising my hand you're, I, you're, I mean even grown as a kid i was never a reader college was torture and you know, like i only read now on vacation and it usually has to be nothing like real heavy but fun stuff or personal development so yeah it's it, it it's an interesting
2: aspect and and one of the things that keeps me going and i love to do is because we can take the people who dislike to read and turn them into people who like to read, that makes me most happier than anything when they say, I didn't like to read before I took the course and now I do. And also to help the people who like to read be able to have more, get more read in shorter mm-hmm. periods of time. So,
1: so how many, so if somebody signs up for a course, how many sessions are there?
2: We have different length courses. Uh for people's different needs. Uh, coming up very soon, we have a half-day business professional class for people who would like to read faster. And then uh, on Saturday, I had some people come in from Cincinnati, a mother and, and teen daughter, and it was like a four-and-a-half-hour class. And then we have weekend classes on a Friday evening, part of a Saturday part of a Sunday. And then we have... Um, the, the school classes are five mornings in one week and th- then they have a lifetime skill and we also have everybody who's listening we have introductory sessions which are an hour 45 minutes where you learn the basics mm-hmm. and see if you want more
1: so is there so once they take a course is there like different levels is there additional course or is it like one time they take the course and then they, you know, they should be achieving what their the goals of the course Unfortunately, are.
2: Unfortunately, we give them a lifetime skill, <laughs> so we have to keep finding new people. But we also have this thing that we invented at the request of our graduates. We call it a WIFM stick, because we teach whiffums. That's what's in it for me.
1: <laughs> I like that. I like that.
2: And um, so it's like a flash drive, and we did a survey monkey out for what did they want as a review. So mm-hmm. we have a, a review flash drive that people can buy as well, because it's got some of the slides and the eye charts, and it's even got a, a calculator on it. <laughs> no, it's got a stopwatch on it, not a calculator. But, well, that's, so,
1: yeah, but, so it is with, and then with the transition, because I know you, Bob, and I had conversations what? How did you transition because during the pandemic with your classes? Because I know, I mean, everything you do was small group and in person. How did you transition during that time to keep yourself going?
2: Um, didn't. It didn't? It's coming back a bit now. I mean, the other thing we did that kept us busy all the time, we did a lot of stuff for the military Mm -hmm. all over the country, and that just came to a halt during the pandemic. So we're reaching out and hoping to get back in and get more students. We're gradually getting more students a little bit at a time. And all of my friends told me to do virtual learning. And I think after doing a lot of – I thought it was going to be over sooner than it was. Mm -hmm. And – from this i always because i teach in person because i watch people's faces and you know that yeah and so if somebody's curious about something but they're not really asking the question i can see it on their faces and uh, i also make sure that are am moving their lips which with masks on would be rather difficult to do but i think i could have done the virtual training i just didn't get around to it because i was just thinking it would be over sooner yeah and we did, we did have, like, little tiny classes in our, our classroom at home where people could be spread out really far apart and we sanitized and all that. Yeah. And we're getting a little bit more coming in. And I think summer will be better this year than last year when people were just afraid and the schools didn't know what they were doing. And
1: yeah, I think that was the thing. Nobody knew what we were actually. But we, we still don't. We still we don't still, make, yeah. I mean,
2: we're done being locked up. And I think if we get another variant and they try to do this again, people are going to f- – be less willing to give up their lives.
1: Yeah, I don't. I, th- I think we're heading in a direction living with this wonderful pandemic. So hopefully, we're we're on the downside. Yeah, but, but with
2: doing well, a lot of Zoom calls, I realize I do see people's faces. Mm-hmm. But I was afraid I wouldn't be able to see them well enough. But uh, now I think that I'll just continue with getting back.
1: Yeah, and, and it is difficult. I mean, it. I prefer in person. Because I mean you even with Zoom you can see their face, but you can't feel that energy or I, I think you just have more ability to read a person not yes. only from their face but yes. just by their presence and how they're acting. Yes,
2: and, and with the Zoom things I go to, people are so distracted and they leave and they, they you know, that really not paying attention.
1: Okay, let's let's ask let's have some fun. Okay. Some funny stories. So your what is one of your favorite stories, and what are one or two of your funniest stories about people with speed reading, and, and do you have any?
2: Okay, I'm trying to remember my funniest one, but uh, I've always got funny ones. But anyway, all right. Well, we have this one drill we do, and <laughs> it's called a slap book, and it's hard to be just not showing you but um it's a little tiny book and they have to have their hand covering the page because on each page there's a question about them and they have to when i say ready to go they raise their hand answer the question out loud while their hand is in the air and slap it back down to hide it but you know people are curious so i if they look at it ahead of time it ruins the whole drill right so, and I try to have fun with my teens, too, or all my classes. I guess that surprises you. But anyway, I try to have fun. <laughs> I try to have fun with them. So I said, all right, when I turn around and I cross my arms, I said, when I turn around, I'm going to become tall and mean. So I stomp around, deliberately really stomping around with my arms crossed, and I face them, and I put on my nastiest, meanest face, and I say, okay, if you open this book before I tell you to, you're going to find out why it's called a slap book. <laughs> and they all, <laughs> and they, they, they all giggle, yeah. and then they don't open it ahead of time. Right. Well, the funny part is, at the end of the course, one of my teens said to me, you know, Bonnie, you got the mean part round real well, but you never did pull off, off the tall. <laughs> So I chuckle about that a lot.
1: That yeah. Well, you know, some things we can't change. You, you we need to get you floating or something, or get <laughs> yeah. you those eleven-inch high heels that but you can I walk around that, so that is funny. that is funny, and it's it like rewarding wise. And like your favorite story of students that come, and I'm sure you hear back from them. What's one or two of those that? Well, like
2: I kind of mentioned when they write. Before I came here, I didn't like to read it. Now I know I can, and I'm going to go to college. Now, one of them, okay, what he said pieces he had a really brilliant, really brilliant older brother who was an intern and all this stuff for the government in Washington, and he, he was a good-looking kid, he was smart, but his brother was outstanding, and he just really always compared himself to his brother, And he said before i took this i didn't even think i'd graduate from high school and now i know i'll go to college
1: that i mean isn't that the best feeling for you Mm -hmm. i'm sure i mean i get chills thinking and hearing about that and you know when somebody responds to me with what i'm doing and such it just really is a great feeling and i Give you and Bob kudos for doing that and helping to change because you are changing people's lives.
2: I think that's why we do it.
1: I, I think that's why we do what we do.
2: Yeah.
1: You know? So what's what's next for advanced concepts reading? Advanced
2: reading concepts. Reading
1: concepts. <laughs> I knew I was going to get that mixed up. It's
2: okay. Thanks. All right. Um, well, we don't know. We don't, it's important to me to keep it going. Mm-hmm. I would love, like one of the people I've worked with this taught with me to want to keep it going. Right. But it's gotta keep going.
1: Mm-hmm, and, we'll, and you know you have this little thing called a weekly newsletter that you have access to to do any promotions you like, so. I think that's one of the things people usually forget about the Chamber is the resources that we have. Yes, so, yes. And you come to things. Yes. Your, you know, what's your favorite chamber event that you've been to? Ha <sighs> <laughs> ha! I love doing throwing questions at people and just making them think.
2: Thanks. Um, <laughs> well, I, I like the networking things, mm-hmm. and I like to meet people, and I well, I like it all.
1: Yeah, and and that's the thing, I, you know, being present, and you are present at events when you're able to come. I think it's important to remember that and making those connections. So, so what are, for someone who is interested, what are your words of encouragement to connect with you and, you know, and how do they connect with you phone, email, what's the best way. And when someone comes to you and, and like has that hesitation, what's that like convincing moment?
2: Oh, well, we really encourage them to try the introductory lessons because, you know, that is a good way to find out. Mm -hmm. And, of course, our website, which is www.advancedreading.com, gives a lot of information. Also, I would encourage them strongly to look at the testimonials that are on those pages. Those are real quotes from real people. And then they can feel, you know, how they would fit in or relate to some of that. Um, So that would be good.
1: And that's wonderful. I, I mean the whole concept again of helping to improve even with adults is there a bigger challenge with adults for speed reading?
2: Well, people can learn at any age. The two fastest people I ever had was the youngest one I had and one of the oldest ones I ever had so
1: And that's great. So with reading, what's your favorite? type of book to read
2: historical Uh, fiction i think
1: really what's your favorite book that you ever read
2: oh there's so many i can't even tell you
1: (laughs) (laughs) so when you look at the historic fiction what is your favorite era of history
2: um i don't think i have one i'm just kind of open to most things
1: yeah let's yeah because i think you know what's yours I go back, like the Gilded Age sometimes or looking at the 50s, 60s, 70s. I am a product of the 60s. I love 70s, 80s, 90s music, of course. So, you know, it just depends. But I love, I just love like history and tours and just a variety of different things like that. Yeah. So But yeah. So any final words of wisdom?
2: Would you like me to give the people listening a hint on how to read faster yes
1: that would be absolutely
2: wonderful okay this is part of our introductory lesson so you're getting it here for listening all right anybody got a book put it right in front of you okay how we read right now is we look straight at the line right a print to be a little bit faster shift your eyes up just a tiny bit to the top half the line in the space between the lines and have your eyes go across that way. You're still looking at one line at a time and you still get to hear the words, but you'll see them faster and it's smoother. Somebody referred to it as surfing, but flowing across the line. And when people don't do that, it's like somebody described it like your eyes plant themselves down on each word, one word at a time. And the slowest we ever read, well, not really full-fledged speed reading, is hearing in phrases and that's the way we talk. If I talked like this one word at a time, you would be bored. And with this I technique that flows, it's easier to think in phrases. And people get at least a hundred words a minute faster with that. So. Thanks for listening.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you. And I look forward to having you around at some of the events again. I'm so excited. We've been back in person since August. But again, Bonnie James, Advanced Reading Concepts. I got it right this time. Um, AdvancedReading.com is the website. Go ahead and check them out. But Bonnie, thank you so much. This is wonderful. I appreciate you being here. And Bonnie, and again, Bonnie reached out to me, so if anybody's interested, let me know. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you. Did you know sponsoring a TriVillage Chamber event not only builds brand awareness, but expands your network? Our chamber unites hundreds of businesses and individuals through meaningful relationships, educational programming, exclusive resources, and awesome events. Sponsorship supports our efforts to build and strengthen the community. To find out which opportunities are best for you, contact me directly at katie, K-A-T-I-E, at chamberpartnership.org. Thanks for partnering with us.
0: Thanks for listening to Business Inspires. Check out the podcast show notes for information about this podcast, to schedule a guest appearance, or to find out more about sponsoring this podcast.